um, do it. Woo! Not Friday. Okay. That's tomorrow. I can't hear you, bro. But we'll talk about it later. Don't talk about it on thing because it's top secret. Chanel from the HR. Oh, somebody gives me some respect. <laughs> Yo, that was bad funny. <laughs> Just now, I'll do it again. That was bad. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, that was just so funny because I did not. Uh, Come on, we got to group the people. Yeah. I didn't anticipate that. Jobber Nation, welcome to another episode of the Jobber Tears podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. First things first, you heard it. If you were there at Ridgefield Park this past Saturday, so shout out to Battle Club Pro. That Jobber Slam is happening. It is on. The green light is a go. Saturday, July 31st will be the debut of Sir Wilkins. And his opponent of Walt Culture, Simon Miller. And then we've announced already the main event of the show would be two of my sisters in wrestling, which I'm always blessed and thankful for to have. We have um, the Icons champion, one half of the Impact tag, Women's Tag Team Champion, Miss Tasha Steele's going against AEW's own and superstar in her own rights, Miss Ariel Bixwell is in the building. So um, more information will be released as we get closer to the date. Um, so just stay tuned for that. Um, I know everyone's asking, where is it going to be? Tickets, all this. Don't worry. Within the next few weeks, we will release that information. We will let you guys know. Uh, but it's going to be a family affair. So really... Whether you like wrestling, you don't like wrestling, whether you like AEW, whether you like WWE, if you like Impact, doesn't matter. If you fuck with us, if you fuck with Battle Club Pro, just come out. Um, This is like our baby. Um, This is like a year and a half in the making. So um, it's just very near and dear, I know, to the guys and to myself from, you know, for us doing this because it'll definitely be another, um, it'll be a level up for us. So we're really proud of it. So make sure to come out. Um, before we get started, um, trying to think before we do get started. Um, but yes, this past weekend made the franchise reign. Battle Club has a new champion, so shout outs to him. Um, the dagger himself. Mick Drake. Mick Drake, who I found out was an actual lawyer. Like, so he has like, he has like, he's a sports, he's a sports agent. Oh my God, really? Yeah, he has like legit clients in the NBA. Um, MMA. Yeah, my man is wow. legit. Well, in and out of the ring. So shout out to the new Battle Club franchise champion. Also, the return of Yaya, our brother, Jabatir South. Shout out to Yaya becoming Battle Club in the bank. <laughs> he was the recipient um, of a title shot. Yes, anywhere, anytime. Shout out to so him. So we're super excited for him and seeing where the road. I still hate you, Darius Carter. <laughs> I'm gonna get you one day. And also, shout outs to the return of Jesse Brooks. Like Jesse Brooks. If oh, you man. have not, that you know, strong, make strong. sure to YouTube her, add on Instagram. Like 
She's her strong, suplex strong. is out of this world. Yes, yes. Um, but yes. it was so good to chop it up with her real quick and just really let her know. Like, shout listen, out to Dirty Heels. We're so you know, glad. Shout out to Rap and Wrestling. You know, shout out to all the other sponsors. Shout out that to, all um, try to come at me like, oh, I'm like no. Shout out to Doobie <laughs> and Charlie. You know, there was at the bar on Sunday. Shout out to them. Um, Doobie has a soccer podcast that broadcasts the local stock, the, the local soccer team. Gotta make sure I shout out to these guys. Shout out to everybody who came out to Double or Nothing. But my guys, shout out to Dirty Heels who's holding down in the sponsors section you know all the new chants we came up with we had the we had the place rocking yeah so no it was it was a really good feel it was a lot um a lot of y'all's first wrestling show in over a year so it was just good to be you know once again it's always a family vibe so we're really glad that we were able all to get together um last weekend and do that um, so let's just jump into it. A speaking of once again, everyone that came out to Legends for AEW Double or Nothing um, this past Sunday. Um, listen, everyone knows, and everyone is always like, you guys outside of Mr. Block, you guys always hate AEW. Y'all, you guys don't say negative things and all this stuff. But I was rather impressed, and I was rather excited about the pay per view. And it's interesting because it's like. All in between, it's it's hit or miss, but the pay-per-views, they do deliver. Yeah, they so um, let's go around. Let's talk about some good moments, some not-so-good moments. Because there were, you know, nothing's perfect. Like Anthea Gogo not winning. Um, you did call it, though. What? You did say no, I mean, Cody, it was obvious. You, were, you like you didn't say Cody was going to win, though. Co- I was just shocked. I was just mad because he didn't bleed, and we betted on it. So <laughs> Cody winning was was no surprise because it's Memorial Day. Yeah, but nothing like nobody gained nothing. Nobody gained nothing from that. So, so, so this is my biggest issue. The match itself was good. I thoroughly enjoyed the match. It was a basic match. Super big. It, it was um, nothing too flashy, but Anthea Gogo was green low-key. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's and actually his contract is actually still developmental. Like he doesn't have like a full fledged on AEW contract yeah. either. So. so, so he's still green, still working on his thing. He, and he did his job in that match. He played a heel. Um, <laughs> Cody was trying to box him. <laughs> it, it was just like, all right, cool. I, and, and it told the story because it's like, yo, I'm a sink to, I'm gonna try to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But Cody shouldn't shouldn't have been able to do it. Like if they were really gonna tell a story in that match. It was like you remember when Ronda Rousey got her first loss? Yeah. And it was a chick that had that, that had like boxing a background. Yeah. I forget the girl's name. And the reason why Ronda lost was because she tried to box outbox the girl. Yeah, yeah. And they should have kind of told that story within that match. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Cody overpowers him with grappling abilities. Mm-hmm. But it, but they didn't really show like tell that story within the match. Mm-hmm. But it was basic for what it was. It was it was cool for what it was. It was all right. Should it should Cody have won? No. no. But was he expected to win? Yes. Yeah. Because it's Memorial Day weekend. He's supposed to be the, the American hero. Blah, 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 blah. The problem with this whole situation, and I don't think a lot of people understand, that America, America versus like a, a foreign country thing is so outdated. It's taboo right at this point. It's not, I would even say it's taboo. Not taboo, but it's, it's just, it is very 1996. Be, yeah, because, because it's <laughs> not even, it's, it's, it goes back to it goes back to to the start of wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you play on the whole like America, the beautiful America's a proud place. But like one thing about wrestling, when it's good, it's it has its finger on the current right pop culture, right. what's going on in the world. Right, right, right. What we talk about 
Desert Storm. Right. And, you know, you had Sergeant Slaughter turn right, on right. everything, and then you had what was going on. You know what was wild? But then again, can they really have America versus another country in this climate of the no, this climate? And that's, and that's what I'm saying. So, they, no, you really can't because, yeah, because... because that's when it falls in the whole cringy... It's their favorite word, cringe and taboo, because think about that whole outlet, Right. We turn it into black and white. Like, come on, man. It was not about the race, but it is what it was. You understand? It's not It's not even that. It's his promos. It was terrible. Because No, I'm talking about Anthony Agogo's promos. Which are bare to be- none. Because, because mm-hmm. he, no, because he did a lot of promo online. But a lot of times when he spoke on his promos, it was about real shit that, that we as Americans have complained about. It was about stuff that we have a problem with. Kids in cages, he's talked about. Healthcare in the country. He was he took a picture on on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. Took a yeah. picture on Twitter of him in front of a um this mountain of like where tombs of slaves were. Like you're pressing these buttons. So Cody didn't really didn't have to win though. No. Oh, that's, that's, that's that's what I'm saying point. because So is that's the case. If you go go, then it's not fair then. Cause the same promo that you're cutting how come Tony Khan didn't let any go go um, to basically to go down on TV instead of wasting our time listening to Cody? Listen, I it's checked out. Right. I checked out from that waiting. That like, waiting it was took trash. me out. I was like, why'd you, it was have, trash. Why, why'd you hate the waiting? It was because, trash. Uh, listen, and I yeah, like QT Marshall. Yo, low key, golf I like my, my bad QT Marshall. I, I actually low key. You need, yo, you need some new gear, boy. However, yo, yo you can't be leader of a faction. Act like that for like the nigga from like um, a bowling league. The it's focus, not bowling, it's wrestling. But the, the focus of it really should have been Anthony. All the promos that he had been doing on the internet, that should have translated into to that way so, in. So this is, and him presenting himself it, in a way. But now that I think about it, I think if he would have presented himself in a way, then... Because someone had asked me, it was like, yo, who was the heel, who was the face in the match? And I was just like, shit, I don't know. Because you had people that was really cheering for Anthony and, and on his side. And then you had people that were cheering for Cody. And they was just like, well, yeah. just because we like Cody. So it's just like, uh, I don't know. But the, but, but the problem is Cody lost us with the promo. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. And then Cody f- completely couldn't see us anymore because that's how exactly. lost he was exactly. when he started saying stuff after the promo. We talk about a focus group. Then, then, he, then, he, then he replied it, to the whole focus group situation. Lying, lying. Then yeah. you have Low all key. of this. Exactly. And... You're saying this stuff online, and it's like, yo, you're not coming off the right way. Right. This is why sometimes when you have old school minds who talk about the kayfabe being dead, like, someone shut the fuck up. Because you're ruining the, you're ruining the mystique of the match. Correct. You know what? Zuka actually messaged me that this morning. He's, that's why he keeps always saying the business is dead. Because he's just like that. When you just said, he said this morning, he said the mystique of wrestling is gone. Because people don't. I don't think the business is dead. Because, because people don't. But the, the, but the I thing think, about it is, the same that way he said that the business is dead, you're part of the business. So instead of you complaining about the business. It's not that he was complaining. But so let me be clear. I think, I think it was jokes. It, it wasn't jokes. so much him complaining. So let me not do that. Okay. okay it was okay, just okay. so much of. Whenever me me and him talk about wrestling, it's just like that whole instance of think of it when you, you when you first started watching it. You didn't. The greatest example is Vince McMahon. Vince, you had no idea he owned the company. Okay, he never gave any inkling. He just was commentary. He was doing prom. He was doing backstage segments. He was just all. He was talent. Okay, and the moment he got in front of the camera. As the owner, okay. that mystique changed. That the way you look at him changed. And I think at times 
what not hinders AEW, but at times that whole mystique up that that battle line of you know you got the Bucks, you got Kenny, you got Cody who are talent, but they are also backstage. They are also mm-hmm. got hands in almost mm-hmm. probably every fucking thing in the company. Mm-hmm. So now you're just like, I don't. How how do I perceive this? Like, how do I look? Like, does it look like it's a one man show or one group show, or does it look like they want to help and put on other people? But I'm gonna push. I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna say this. Just like on television shows, when you watch certain shows, you're gonna see, oh, what's name wrote this? Um, let's say it's Vivica Fox on the show. Oh, Vivica Fox wrote this episode. Okay, cool. Let me see what other episode she had wrote during the series. It's plain knowledge of what what's going on. That's why I say this: WWE markets towards kids. Because once you get a, a a fan as a kid, look at us. I'm still a fan of Dino Brown to this day. So times are changed. But a lot of us refuse to grow with the time to understand that it is what it is. This is why I envy kids now who are wrestling fans. Because they come into it knowing what it was. Yo, look. At the end of the day, some people felt that wrestling after like, after like they found wrestling wasn't, wasn't real. Oh, it destroyed, it, it destroyed them. Okay. Okay, cool. That That's it. That's you. So... It is still up to us that if you want to go behind the stage and find out everything, um, read the dirt sheet, watch Wars Culture, watch all your shows, watch our shows to really just like, all right, a lot of us know how to separate the wrestling from, from reality. When I watch wrestling, I realize that Braun Strowman is not a monster among men. He's just a big dude. I understand that. Bobby Lashley is a married man with kids. He would never be outside with these girls and flaunting around feeling all dumb in person. No. Learn how to separate. But them. the thing about it, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this at that you. That goes back to living the gimmick, though. No, no, but I'm throwing this at you though. You are a wrestler. Okay. You're also an actor. Mm-hmm. So you're also putting on a performance on. Mm-hmm. So you have to make me believe you. Mm-hmm. Your business is a little different from being an actor. Mm-hmm. So for instance, Roman Reigns. And we always talk about Roman Reigns. The industry's talking about Roman Reigns. He's doing his best work right now. Mm-hmm. We all know he's married with kids. Mm-hmm. We all know he's one of the nicest guys in the world. Mm-hmm. But when he is online, when he does his interviews, even when he does his media, media interviews, there's still a sense of the character there. When, he, when, he's, on, when he's on TV, the character. He, he, wins at, he wins at WrestleMania Backlash. Cuts a promo while he's on the elliptical. You, you, you're there. You're understanding it. Mm-hmm. Now, what Cody did was, you see people talking shit about your promo. You're right. You feel type of way. No mm-hmm. problem. But why react to it? Because you're taking away the mystique now. So it's not basically you're turning on the something real. You're right. turning it so, into into so, reality. So basically, so now it's you not know. the business as an entirety. It goes back to what I said. It goes back to the individuals. Shout out to Darius Carter. Um, shout out to MJF. They decided to, to, to like bring a gimmick outside the ring. But it, it's not. It's not. It's not a, you don't have to do that. What I'm trying to say is that a lot of times, and this is, I love AEW for certain things. I love and I hate them for certain things. You're bringing the fans in too much because there needs to be there needs to be like a balance. I remember I went to a show once. In North Carolina, and I was there early. I'm not gonna say the promotion because it is what it is. One of the owners of the promotion was like, yo, when your match is done, do not come out to the crowd. Why are you giving these people so much access to you? Mystique. 
You got to have that level. You got to have that level, uh, uh, at least some type of boundary where your re- where your reality and your wrestling still is, it, it's still, it's defined. You don't want where you, like how you mentioned, because I've, I've experienced that too, where I've like hit up the boys and like, where you at? I want to come talk to you. I want to see you. Like, where, where you at? And they're like, nah, we can't. And at first I didn't understand that. I was just like, fuck you mean why? And then it was just like, but when you're a bad guy or you're a heel in, in, in terms, when you're a heel, you got to keep that same energy. We always talk and we always stress about keeping the same energy. So when Cody did the promo, like, listen, if you're going to be, I'm American, I'm going to have me a biracial child and I'm in love and all type of shit. Keep that same energy. You getting on the internet and you sitting here talking about focus groups and then you want to say you wasn't in focus group and then all of a sudden it's just like, but close your mouth. This is the same internet where if you don't say something, they criticize you. So? So? Why, does, why do people hate Baron Corbin so much? I don't know. No, people hate Baron yeah. Corbin, right? For stupid reasons. For stupid reasons, but the thing about it, he keeps, he keeps going with it. He, he doesn't really say much. He, he just literally right, be yeah. on his IG f- f- making some chicken, you know, surling so some steak. it still goes back to individual then. But the thing about it, it's just the business in general where we have we have pulled the curtain a little bit. And But the thing about it, this goes back to society in general. Us as fans, when it comes to entertainment, we want to know what everybody's doing. You want to know the ins and outs. The ins and outs. And when you think about it, when you were you know, 12, 13, 14, and you were, you were knee deep in some like attitude era. You know, you were in knee deep into wrestling at the time. You had no access to that, but then yet it made you want to turn in every week. It made you want to invest in the product more because you were like, I don't know shit. And I think sometimes that's why, like, even with the show and stuff, like I stay away from like the dirt sheets and the rumors and stuff like that, because I want to still have a level of mystique for my own, for myself as a fan. Like there's certain things I just don't want to know, which goes to you saying like, you know, people prior into things, but then you have the, you have the people that allow it. And, and then they think once you allow something, you think it's okay for on on all on all boards when it's not it just has to be a a balance of how to do it and it's and it's hard it's hard because it, it's a weird thing because like you'll get you'll get that major heat and people say say some fucked up shit but then there's some some Marcus Marquis told me something once he was like yo the problem is a lot of people nowadays want to be liked to be a heel you have to be okay with people hating you uh huh. But the thing about it is, pe- <sighs> that's why I was so not not none of bullshit, and that's why I said when we spoke to to Jesse after the show, I said when she spoke about the Darius Carter interview, which you can listen to on the Jabba Tears yes. Network, cheap plug. Um, I told her, I said it, I said we even want to interview him from like day one, like we were like, yo, mm-hmm. we're, we we fucks with the character, but literally, I told her, I said if we would have tried even a year and a half ago to interview him, I don't think the interview would have went the way that it did. And I said, I think because he was still trying to figure out and find that fine line in between how to keep that mystique in his in his character and his heel versus actually being able to get in front of the camera and still having that balance of, all right, I want to talk about the business, but I still got to kind of keep my mystique Ex- a certain way. Exactly. Right. It's kind of like this. I definitely see where all y'all are coming from. 
but it's kind of no one way to be successful in wrestling business and, well, is because, for example, you may see an old school guy saying that, no, 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 I ain't going out to the crowd, blah, 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 blah. Cool. But then his companions are doing the same exact thing are now getting more bookings, more everything, because let's say that they want out of the crowd, and let's say that's promoted for another federation, that you know what, the fact you came out, shook my hand, talked to me, I didn't even know it, but like, I want to book you for the next show. So it's kind of like, Yo, it's a catch twenty two. Wrestling exactly. is catch twenty two. Exactly because like I, 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 I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying on that. I don't agree, but I get what you're saying. Like, there's not one way to do something. But is, I think there's a a fine blueprint of how to go about certain things. A hundred percent. But once you, but then again, wrestling has been changing throughout the whole years. We literally went from seeing wrestling on indies where it's a bunch of hot spots. People doing crazy stuff now. People are doing hot spots, but actually telling a story. But that goes back to old school. They're, they're going because uh, sometimes you don't reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. You just make it better. Right. The problem was before they were trying to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. Because certain things is still gonna is still gonna make sense. Well, yeah. What does? Because what works? Well, look, let's let's look at the them. match with Rob and Mick Drake. Last uh, the, with the match that we saw at Battle Club. At Battle Club, they didn't do nothing. But you fell in love with Rob because of the previous match and the previous. He, match. But, but even the previous match didn't do anything crazy. They had a couple. They had like each of them had four high spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most. Yeah. And it was like maybe a ten minute match, fifteen minute match. Yeah. But it was Saviv that was the match before, right? Yeah. yeah. And you saw the match. You're like, yo, and both of them can go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't like some. Some groundworking people. Yeah. But they had their four spot, but they told the story regardless. They did. In between those spots, you definitely Exactly. So, so the problem is, yeah, you're talking about that, but they still went back to the basics. One of the things that we always try to figure out is like how to go away from the basics. But the basics is what you get is get you booked. The basics is what gets you to WWE. The basics is what gets you to AEW. Yeah, because you get to build upon that. And, and as impacts. long And the thing is with basics, that that's your foundation. And I think at times in wrestling, especially, you know, like those that are like the, the, the type of wrestlers, like the high spots or things like that, sometimes you forget that basic. And, and that basic is really your foundation. Mm-hmm. And when you steer away from that or you don't fix whether it's a few cracks in it, it, it shows. It, you can see. You can tell. Um, so to match your question, so... What are your favorite favorite moments from AEW? Like, like you never from, answered that. From Double or Nothing? No, that was going to get back into Double but, or Nothing. But, okay, so let's keep it a buck. That entrance for Stadium Stampede. <laughs> they could have died. In a circle? <laughs> that shit was fire. That shit, that shit was some rock star shit. They came down on a zip line. They had fire. They were walking. The music was playing. That's a motherfucking entrance. Yeah. <laughs> That's production right there, boy. Yes. Their live shows, production-wise, are better than their recorded shows. I realize that. Yeah, because... Well, but that part was recorded. Yeah, whatever. It, but... but Three-fourths... The, the, everything but to the ending of that match was recorded was pre-recorded yeah and and, and then but 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 then I throw this out there why would you show MJF with Chris Jericho watching your match with Urban Meyer that's what I'm thank I you that. I didn't see that they, thank it, you they post, oh my god they posted it I think Urban this is, this is what I mean by the whole mystique shit 
Why? Yo, that shit blew my mind. You know I don't got the bluebird, and I saw that shit. Why the fuck would you guys post a picture of all of y'all kiki-keen over the fucking match with Tony Khan? But 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 then it's like, it's what? like, it's like, yo, what? I understand that the curtain has been pulled. Jesus. But, like, imagine you kept that going. That is beyond a curtain you, opening. You don't show that. And then you have your, because they have to have three matches. You have your third one. Like, it's like that Mario Winans song. Which one? If you're I cheating me, I don't want to know. Yeah. That's I don't want to know this. Yeah. I, I already know y- y'all motherfuckers are friends backstage. Right. But y'all put it on a fucking movie. Y'all put it on a show for me. Like, when I go to watch Fast and the Furious 9. Which? Oh, is that next week? It's like in two no, weeks. No, two weeks. Yeah. And it's Vin Diesel versus John, Jonathan, Jonathan Cena heel. The heel. I need to believe that John Cena is the evil brother to Vin Diesel. Because guess what? If these bitches ever thought to post a picture of Vin Diesel and John Cena hugging it out, I'm a, throw it all away. Throw it away. Throw it away. I don't want to see that. And you know what? If they Even if they would have posted it like a year ago, I mean a year from now, Okay, I'm I, I'm twice removed from it. I don't. I'm not thinking about it. Too it's soon. A, it's a cool. It's too soon. It was the day. It was the day after. Was the day after. But Stephanie did the same thing though. Who Stephanie? When she fought Brie Brother, right after that she put a picture. She said, like, "Yo, it was good playing a bad guy on television." But that you know what? Wasn't that like one of her She's last matches? She's wrong too. <laughs> She's wrong too for that. But wasn't that one of her last matches? It was. It was. <laughs> yeah, but she's still wrong for that. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep the same energy. Okay. All right. She's still wrong for that, and Stephanie be fuck be messing up sometimes. Cause she she, she put like oh, I'm a, I'm a, a bad guy on TV type. Of, no, don't put that, Stephanie. You fucking up too. But that's the thing. That's the and that's the era of like we're in now where social media is so instant and so like everyone sees it. So it's like keep what the, same the fuck? When you see other wrestlers behind. I mean, I mean, um, backstage in um other wrestling events then. What do you mean? Like when you see um No, so like, like for Cedric instance, Alexander if you see behind AEW. No, that's But that's fine. him supporting but his wife. But, but that's, that's him supporting his oh, wife. There's no angle. Yeah. Correct. Okay. There's no okay. angle. That's him supporting no his wife. That's just ah. like Shinsei okay. Nakamura was at an AEW okay. thing with okay. all the Asian people and it was but just if, like, well, let's say for instance, okay. not with let's all say the Asian for, people. He right? really was. It was him, Sony Ono. It was like all the Asian they were. Like that was the truth. He, he, he went back there to see his Asian friends. Yes. So don't say all the Asian people. Exactly. But it is all the OG people. Uh, whatever, sir. Okay, then. Shout out to the but Asian viewers out there. Absolutely. No Asian hate here. No, no, no hate at no, all. We love y'all, B. I love y'all. Love it. Yeah. Love Chinatown. Love it. I love I, I love I love Asian culture. Absolutely. Talking about that. Work. Like, they what I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Jamaicans and Haitians? Yes, Asians. Asians are the hardworking people yes. in the world, son. Yes. Okay. Yes. Might be top five all top, top dead or alive. Five, top five, top they will five. take any any job. Any. No, but they just work hard. Yeah. yeah the work ethic is different, but I yeah. think once again, it's because of the cultures, because of the Come upbringing on. and everything. Look like how that. they rest, B. Just like this. Like they pose in prison. Just like this. Smoking. Come on. Come that's on. That's because they have great hip mobility. See? 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 And they diets? Niggas. That is, that, that is amazing. Ooh, hot niggas. tea, hot tea. Daily, daily. There's some great. So vegetables. going back Ooh. into AEW real quick. Um, they eat great. Other great. Thing, one thing that I, I the match I actually really like. Let's see it. It was odd. Let's see it. That I was like so. I was like, oh shit. Was Hangman Page versus Brian Cage, and I was just like, was cool. oh shit. I feel like Hangman Page, and, like Brian Cage, been stretching. And like, I like very fluent. Recently. And I like the fact that. 
you know, once again, I- I'm big on storytelling. I'm big on like, where's this going after? So the fact that, you know, all of Team Tash try to come out, try to help him. Ricky start. Listen, I know, Ricky, you got a broken neck. But please continue to be on TV. Not a broken neck, bro. Please, homeboy's money, son. Please continue to be on TV. Homeboy's money. Please continue to showcase yourself, even though you can't take a bump right now. Please do because that, to me, added the flavor to the whole match. So for Brian Cage to be like, no, I want to do it all by myself. So now, once again, now it makes me invested in tuning in to the next episode and seeing like, all right, what are they gonna do? But then sometimes they don't even pick up on it, and that's that's always my grip. Sometimes with AW is that they'll they'll build something and then you, you're you're hanging on, and then they flounder. Then they don't. Then yeah, they don't I do get, it. I get and what it's you're like, saying. What? You know what match was good? What? So y'all already know I don't fuck with So Glow Kenny that much. Yeah. But So Glow Kenny did his thing on Double or Nothing. Yeah. And one of the the my favorite thing outside of the roll up. Was him hitting motherfuckers with different belts. Exactly. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So Glow Kenny is becoming this, you know, Weasley heel. Mm-hmm. And he should stay in that lane. Yeah. Because you're not cool. Yeah. You can't be a cool heel. Yeah. You're a cornball. I'm a cornball. So I know what a cornball looks like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a a cornball and corny. Oh, my bad. I apologize. I'm corny. Kenny's corny. So I know what cor- he's king of corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So There's if you're iron fist, yeah, if you're king of corniness, if you're king of corny, okay. you stay in that Weasley yes. heel lane. Exactly. And now Soul Glow Kenny is playing that Weasley heel because he was trying to be a cool heel in the beginning, and you can't be a cool heel. Yeah, you, you you're just way too corny. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't work for you. Yeah, yeah. So now he's on this on this corny heel type of thing. My only drawback from the pay-per-view is the Young Bucks match against Eddie Kingston yeah. and John Moxley. I'm going to say this. Were they playing heels well in that match? Yes. But there comes to a point I don't need a 45-minute to an hour an minute match. match. Because the thing it. about it, you're trying to get a bunch of shit in that doesn't need to be done. Because, and, 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 and this is my thing. You're going to do your super kicks. You're going to do all the moves. We have a checklist of all the moves you're going to do. You're going to do them. You're going to do them. But let's bring it down because you did like a, I think it, they, they killed him with a, with the, um, they won with the, wasn't it, wasn't it super kick? Was it super kick they won? They won by, um, no, they the did, knee. they, they did, they like move that they do together. Yeah. Because so, so, one of them was out holding, um, Kingston yeah. out. Yeah. But, regardless, you want to build up to those moves. So my thing is, the Young Bucks matches are so long, you do so many moves. Gassed out. (laughs) But the thing about it, they lose, it's like credibility. Because the match is so long and there's so many... um, So many angles of like different things. Like the whole fucking Good Brothers coming out and then Mad Random Kazarian comes. Like, what the fuck is going on? Just the match. It it makes it look, it gives it that sloppy feel. Kazarian doesn't make sense though because he did. No, from the last week. But but, it's not even. But the thing is though, you got to watch Being the Elite to know that. But the the thing about it, it's not even that. And if you don't watch that, you don't know that. It's not even that. It's the in-ring stuff I'm I'm really getting at with with, because it's like. I agree with you. Because it's like, yo. You could have had like another match. Sweet another match. You could have had another match between that but also like. Another women's match. But not even that it's like 
your that roller coaster ride is now is is too long. I want to get off. <laughs> you, because I want to get off. We understand how athletic you guys are. We understand that you guys have these crazy spots, but it comes to a point. It's too many of these. Right. Condense it. So when that big spot comes, you're like, holy shit. But if that big spot is another big spot, another big spot, another big spot, another big spot, another big wanna, spot 45 minutes off. in. I want to turn it off. I'm just like, yo, what what are we doing right now? But the thing about it is with all that time they could have saved, they could have added to the whole Mara versus um, um, Lance Archer match. I felt that. Yeah, that was rushed, I yeah, felt. I felt that it could have happened. I didn't feel like. It was the BTE trigger. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Sal. That's Thank what it you. was. But, and, and that's what I'm saying is like, it would have been so much, been worth so much more if, if the match was condensed. I agree. So, and then, oh, of course. Like, the diamond it, matches are better, though. I feel diamond matches, they, they hit home a little bit faster. So, and Even then the, me and then the other match, yeah. and then we'll talk about the Casino Battle Royale real quick. The other match that, honestly, the bar, I haven't felt the bar shake for an AEW thing in a long time. But when Britt Baker, your new AEW Women's Champion, won, that bar lost its shit. Because, and it's crazy because... You would think Brick coming in as the heel, as the bad guy, you would be like, boo. No, we were just like, everybody wanted Brick to win. And it was just so dope to actually see that actually follow through because I was concerned. There were certain points. And that's how I knew, like, all right, they're really, they're, they're, their storytelling on that match was 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 really good because there were certain points. I was like, oh, shit, Brick ain't going to win. I was like, oh, damn, they going to keep having this on this girl. But I was just like, it, it was such a good pace. And... I thought that her winning, um, they 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 want to bring a different level of caliber. I think to the title now. I think especially. I mean, it sucks that um, she won. She lost the belt um, in front of fans, and that was the first time she probably defended it in front of fans. So I thought that part was like, damn. But I still think overall it was a really dope match, and I'm super hyped for the DMD era. What's up for new eras of AEW? Like, like, um, I feel like um, Koshida. That's her name. Um, yeah, mm. Koshida. Like I feel. Just say Sheeta. Sheeta. I yeah, feel I that like, <sighs> she never captured me as a character on AEW. Her in-ring work is cool, whatever. I've never allowed her, but I feel how she presented herself was very like stale, very basic. Yeah, I okay. feel. I'll say it for you. She should have had someone else compliment her to basically bring out more more of a personality. Just like similar to what WWE does. But like, I will say. If anything, they should at least pair up with Vicky Guerrero. It, no. No. I can't, no, it, no because she, she's a face. Yeah. But I get what you, you... But you are right. The problem... You're 100% right, but see, actually. But then, but then you run in that problem which AEW kind of has is that you always have somebody with somebody. Listen, we're focused on, on this issue right now. <laughs> but I'm just no saying, else. it no just goes else. into like the whole, like literally every, uh, low-key, every storyline has, it, it's always a supporting cast member. It, it, it is a supporting cast <laughs> because like, they don't got them in that many hours. But speaking of supporting cast, man, check out this week of the Job Test Network. Please check out the Your Podcast talking about Naomi and her, her depression. Is it right? Do we have a right to, to talk about her depression? Let's talk about Sasone Talk, man. Loving yourself. That's that's this week's episode? Yes. That's loving yourself. And please check out Two and a Half Bros. And, of course, check out the Java Tier podcast. And, of course... 
please, 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 please support your local indie talent because they are out there. They, they are running the streets. And, and for other Jobbeteers network contacts, please, please, please like us on Facebook, Instagram, and on YouTube. Any any other church announcements? No. No. But it, it's... It, <laughs> no, it, it, I, was really, I was like, what's going on here? But with, but with Sheeta, Sheeta didn't hit. Yeah, she didn't hit. You, never did, though. No, but... It, it, she didn't say guava. No, but one. I blame management of course because the reason why i blame management because you bring this you bring this woman in from a foreign country to be the face of to be the face of your company yeah of a company that has a different culture i'm not a company that has a different culture in a country that has a different culture right your audience has a different culture yeah now the hardcore fans will be like yo she was amazing she did great no the hardcore fans will always say whatever they want because they love AEW. Uh-huh. You want other people who are fans to connect. Yeah. And they didn't know how to connect her the right way. And, and then she wasn't on TV doing stuff. She was mostly on Dark. Yeah. Which and, I didn't understand. Like, and then and then what really kind of killed her momentum low-key was the match Brit and um, yeah. Thunder Rosa had. Yeah. The fact that everyone popped and talked about the Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker match. And it was not even for a title. Yeah. There was nothing involved yeah, with nothing. the title. That, for me, was where I was like, okay, even with like, that, um, that's where we got to sign like, off. Um, um, Serena Dean, like, the, being the NWA Yeah, champion, being the buy-in, and son, everyone still pops. She, she <laughs> had way more personality. And mind you, I don't see her like She's that. She's a better wrestler. But uh, exactly. Her, her, such a, her style translate well. But then again, she, if you know how to teach something, you know how to do it. So, her being a teacher for a little bit, I guess she know how to translate better on television. Well, that is she's experienced. Exactly. You're talking about somebody that's oh, 15 years in the game. Exactly. But um, last thing before we do move on to our next topic, the Casino Battle Royal, oh, where Leo we Ross. all were surprised about the Joker, mm-hmm. who was only in for three minutes of the match. But, I mean... Still, get your pop, get my, get my, get my <laughs> what, what am I, like, 2K? For like three minutes, I get $2,000. Like, my man got the fastest <laughs> check ever. <laughs> Yo, and what was crazy was he got stuff in and everything. It's Casey. So, shout out to Casey Navarro and Faye Jackson, of course, and Tasha Steele that mm-hmm. came out to Legend. So, Casey was like, Yo, I know who it is. And we just looked at him like, What are you talking about? And all he kept doing was this. And I kept trying to figure it out. I was like, What are you talking about? And then Leo's music hit, and I was like, Holy shit, it's Leo <laughs> But it was so good to see him. I think it's, you know, I you always... Happy. You look happier. I'm always about, even though, you know, I always say to this day he worked us on our own interview, but it's okay. So? Uh, <laughs> so? I still Shout think, out to Muscle Malcolm. I saw you on Saturday. Shout I out to still you, think that him being a part of it was super dope. Um, I think finally, Jungle Boy fucking winning a Battle Royal was lovely, awesome. Lovely, Because goddamn, he is the workhorse of the goddamn Battle Royals and never fucking wins. And he's always wow. the last three. So how do you like, feel about fuck. Big Mark Henry, the world's strongest man? So Marky Mark... Coming in, um, not saying a word, but getting introduced as a new coach and, and an analyst for the new Get show the on on TV on TNT. It's a paper you Get to the point. That's it. Well, well, that and there's probably other things, but I think what Mark. I mean, honestly speaking, it it didn't didn't. I was like, okay, like I was just like, if that's the route he wants to go, because everyone was in a whole like uproar, like oh. Vince, he's he's gonna be upset and and, and blah 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 and you know Mark Henry and it's just like, listen, he's not doing anything in the company right now and 
they once again it seems like vince always does the exit interviews so he had a conversation with vince they had an understanding where he was like listen i want to do more you can't do well i don't know what to give you well then you know the result of that is i gotta go somewhere else and get you know where i want to be and it's just like that's just life it's this is the number one thing i always stress whether it's on the podcast whether it's in person is the fact that wrestling is a business you people forget that shit and you know what it's it's just it gets frustrating because it's like at the end of the day you have to do what works best for you and your family what you got to do and put the food on the table like you gotta you gotta figure that shit out like you got people out here look at look at darby allen living in his car get signed i bet you that nigga's not living in the car anymore Thank you. So, Thank you. like, you have to remember Thank at the you. end of the day, wrestling is a business. You have to do things, and you got to make moves that is best for business for both parties. And I've been preaching that all the time. Yeah, so, no. Mark Henry being there is great for the business because he was <laughs> like, that's the, Mark Henry. The that's the person that's going to bring the black people in. <laughs> that, too. And you need you need that guy to tell Are these they dudes, like, no. you need a guy to tell Cody and Mega, like, hey! Put it down, idiots. That makes no damn sense. So, so, so I'm going to rewind. I'm going to push back. I'm going to push back. I ain't finished. No, I'm going to push back on that one. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, like, you need somebody like that. And honestly, when you hear Mark Henry, you know of him and his track record, how the people that he brought in to, to NXT. Shout out to Bianca Belair. So he's great for the business. And people, people are able to talk to him, pick his brain. So... Another great move by AEW. We talked about we need more people with brilliant behind um, be, um, behind stage, right? Everybody was talking about that in the beginning. But now when they try to do that, it's a big deal. Listen, people got to eat out here. And Vince understand that. Yeah, Mark Henry Tony, did it in the, Tony Khan want to throw all this money at all these people and they don't get in the ring and do anything. That's his business. But that's fine. <laughs> but that's how you build up. That's how you build up the team. Listen. Shout out to um, shout out to um, Tony Khan, Booker of the Year, because which how 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 many people? How many other wrestling company was able to other than WWE? I don't even put that in the categories. WWE was able to book a show during the middle of a pandemic with no fans and still able to keep that contract dead in the contract Listen, and get viewers to come is, in and money. That is your opinion. Like everybody, like like I'm yo, everybody got on him for winning Booker of the Year, but I'm looking like. Nobody else was doing nothing, and he did his best. He put on the good shows. Was was every show is a banger? No, but it was more bangers than it was duds. I mean, I just think when it comes to, it's just hard because really, twenty twenty doesn't count, and you have you had you had. But the thing is, you had companies that like like ROH, like MLW, that decided. That for the for the safety of their workers and for the company that they weren't gonna do anything like that. They were gonna do closed set, no fans, no nothing. That was their business choice. I just don't think to make that a part of the argument of why he should be Booker of the Year. I just think that that that's not a valid point because you have you had people that that was their decision. And to be honest, Tony wouldn't have been able to do nothing unless Vince was able to do it first. Again. Everybody else, everybody else had the same opportunity, just like a business. You and you make your up, choice. But, 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 and but you yet, make your choice. But yet, but yet, you you are poor these businesses for staying open during pandemic. But yet, a wrestling company, which is a business, you don't employ him. No, absolutely. I, Especially as mine. I'm not. My, I'm not downing. I'm not downing him staying open. It's just I don't like when people are so blind to the fact that he wouldn't have done it unless Vince did it. 
We're not taking that away. That's all. But that's all I'm saying. You're not. I'm just saying this is our platform. This is what we tell people. When you speak to other people, they get so hindsight about because they they love the difference. They love the product. And that's fine. But you cannot deny the fact that that wouldn't have happened. Everything's a cause and effect. Everything. You can't deny that if that wasn't the cause, then that wasn't the effect. I mean, That's all I'm saying. I mean, listen, like, listen, listen, listen. You're listen. preaching to a guy that who understands this. No, but, but, but I'm but just listen, saying. Listen, listen, I'm going to push back on the, on the Mark Henry thing. Mark Henry coming in, you have, what is it, 20 plus in the business? Yeah. yeah. Over 20 years. Coming in, coming in, help recruit, help, you know, help people become better. Rumor has it he helped Pac become a better heel when he was in when he was in NA, um, WWE 205. I heard that too. Yeah. Um, Actually, you have little things that he can do, right? But all these motherfuckers gonna listen to him because you said we we talked about having people backstage. Who is backstage right now? You have one of the greatest technical wrestlers to ever step in the ring. He can't sell for shit. But he's one of the greatest technical wrestlers ever. Mr. Dean Malenko. Dean Work. sometimes sells. Don't do that. Dean, Dean Malenko can't sell for shit. <laughs> you hit him, he'd be like, oh, Dean. Oh, <laughs> just hit oh me? shit, we didn't even talk about Sting not selling the fucking <laughs> suplex. <laughs> he didn't see like that. He I will say, sold it. I will say, but it was great. I it was saying on this podcast Sting? today, so it can go on record because I've said it numerous times. Sting is overrated. Yo, Yo, son. Sting, I don't agree with that. It's always a nigga like you and a dad half. I can't agree like with that. that shit. And I'm going to keep this dad half. Well, I keep I, saying I, it I, once I, again. Yo, I, I, but I just, yo, I cracked up. His dad had niggas. I cracked up when we when we were watching it at the bar and Scorpio fucking suplexed him and he popped up. I popped. Yes. I popped. I was Ethos. like. But I was just like, damn, Sting, you didn't even let him. You didn't even sell it. Damn. Like. It was just so funny. But go ahead, finish about but, Mark Henry. But, but like I said before, listen, Mark Henry could do great things, but are they going to listen to him? Because they have a lot of yeah, bets got, back wait, there. They got but are they going to listen Flynn. to him? Good point. It, are they going to listen to what, what he has to say? They got Dustin. So you have, yeah. So what what's going to happen? Now, I'm assuming that they brought him in. Got big show now. They, they, they're going to have They're going to have more vets back there. And they're going to help them out. But they have to listen, too. And But that's everywhere. Yeah, but that, that is everywhere. Yeah. They, they're trying to put a system into place. But are they going to listen? That was my always my biggest thing. Because it's like, yo, you have all these people back here. You're not even listening to them. Because we've talked about that. And I was like, but they do have people back there. They brought a lot of coaches and agents that over to, to, to help them out. So I don't know if they're going to listen to it. I'm not mad at my Mark Henry getting a check. Nah, not at all. Yeah. Get, get your, your, get your check, Pop Pop. Like, do, what you, do, do what you got to do, but don't waste my don't waste his time. Well, so speaking, speaking of oh, hires and niggas getting fired, what's up with you? Yeah, what's up with you? So Black Wednesday and once a year always happens. It always comes around. I don't know. It's happened numerous times. It's like having Kwanzaa. Well, no, and it was like that's you know wild like on the same funny. Day. That's wild funny hey, for no Kwanzaa reason. Kwanzaa and Christmas and Hanukkah on the same day. Man. Well, sometimes man, it could man, be man. like within a week apart. But anyway, that's neither here there. It don't touch the same. It's like it's like having Hanukkah, Christmas, oh, um, 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 Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and your birthday on the same day. 
Oh man, it's like a party in your mouth. Everyone's it's like having party chips, man. But the best chips ever, by the way. As we are saying, shout um, to the hood right there. Shout to Dirty The Hills. wrestling world was shaken by some releases. So um this week, so you what's had what's your opinion? You know, huh? Shipping, go first. Um, so release this week um has been. Ruby Riot, which I totally disagree, but she'll probably really do well in the indies, and that's okay. Um, Buddy Murphy, super upset about that because I think he's one of the best. Like he was definitely a, a good technical wrestler in 205 and WWE, whatever. Um, Alistair Black, who we'll get into that when we talk about Booker T's comment because mm-hmm. I'm 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 not totally hurt by so it. So the complete okay. the complete roster. I'm going hold through on, it. one second for the um the vets backstage: D. Malenko, oh. Jake Roberts. Taz, Jake Arn Anderson. Roberts? Remember Snake? Yeah, but he's there. But he's one, okay. the, one of the best heels of all time. Absolutely. Tully cannot wait for the you have Vicky Guerrero, Jerry Lynn, Dustin Rose, Big Show, and now you have Mark Henry. That's a good collective of people. Yeah, and, and that, that's what I'm saying is like you gotta you gotta listen to these guys. They know what they're talking and, about. But but then the thing about it, your EVPs think they know more. I'm gonna leave anyway. it that way. Go ahead. <laughs> they know more. Um. So, yeah, so you had Ruby, you had Aleister Black, you had um, Buddy Murphy, you had Santana Garrett, who was on NXT um, and on Raw sometimes here and there. Um, and then the big, well, to everyone, the biggest drop was Braun Strowman. Um, I didn't think that, it's just hard because sometimes things just, and just anything, in relationships, jobs, things just don't work out and it's not, it's not a shot to their skill, their craft, what they bring to the table. It's just at sometimes you get to a point where there's nothing else I can do more or I have more for you. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what it is. And so it's like, for me, especially like with Ruby, it was just like, you know, because then, you know, you had the right squad and stuff like that. But Fine ass Ruby Rock. But Ruby, to be honest, should have always had at least tried. She did once because she was going against Ronda for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that popped. She to can be wrestle. honest, correct. Like wrestle, 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 wrestle. and then, which is why I'm saying the indies. She's gonna eat that shit up. Complete package. But I just felt like she definitely deserved a more of a singles run than always being with a with person. Um, once again, everybody getting in the uproar about Braun, and Braun still had some years on his contract left too. Um, but it's just at the end of the day, there, there's there may not be nothing for them left, and you know, it's like I said 20 minutes ago. It is a business. And at sometimes you got to make sad and unfortunate cuts to do certain things and certain and move in a certain direction because, you know, one of those rumors, not saying that like a real credible source has, has said it, but a former writer of WWE had um, had said that they're looking to move certain pieces because they're looking to sell the company sell. Yeah. sell the company so like and added so i heard that what that guy said that what this week i heard because y'all know i listen to jim Cornette's podcast um brian had mentioned it like almost two weeks ago too the same thing like they're you know they're moving certain things and they're, they're cutting certain things to show the level of profit versus assets like they're they're moving in a strategic way business-wise to sell the company and i when he said first when brian first said it, i said nah like they're not gonna do that this round, this this Black Wednesday, I was like, oh, they may have a, uh, it may be a, it may be a, a stepping stone for the bigger picture. So, so this is what I got from it, and there's a couple of things. First of all, selling the company is gonna happen regardless. Yeah, 
That's going to happen. Not saying it's happening tomorrow or no, next year no, or in two years. But but so I'll 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 touch on that. Nick Khan, if he gets the company sold, he gets a huge fucking check out of it. Massive check. So we'll talk about that. That's something. But the what I took out of it was they're going back on the road. And remember before the Thank pandemic. You. The fact that they were in the green no, 2020, no, I was no, like, but, shit. But, but the thing about it, remember before the pandemic, how shows attendance was down? Not, not like, oh, 20, 10% that was down significantly. No, yeah. And they were talking about like, like, yo, what's going on? This was going back to Ultimate Warrior, um, WWE Superstar days. Yeah. Did you see that dark side of the room? Yeah. Yeah, that so, was good. Um, it's going back to It's going back to that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna touch on Dark Side of the Ring real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring it up, but I, no, 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 no. I honestly, because I've did never, you watch it? I've yeah. never been an Ultimate Warrior fan. I never thought he wrestled good. I never thought anything. He's overrated. But yes, absolutely. But I had to realize with certain people when I say, you know, when you say things like that, some people are like, no, like, what do you mean? They lived in that era where that was the larger than life superstar at the time. No, no but the so, thing about it, when I'm you, like, okay, they, they said it, they said it in the in the but documentary. That was the only nigga so Hulk two, can put over. So, 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 so a couple of things, and I'll make this quick because I know we have a lot to talk about. We have to go back to the Black Wednesday thing. Uh-huh. It was funny as hell. How many times Jim Cornette <laughs> and Jim Ross said? <laughs> This motherfucker can't wrestle. Yeah, it was like, yo, y'all, y'all just keep. I don't know if that was done on purpose with the, with the editing. Yeah. Well, no, because Jim even on because what Jim does on his podcast is he'll review all the episodes. Yeah. So when they reviewed the Dark Side of the Ring episode, he was he said he can't wrestle. Like I, I Jim basically was like, I said what I said. Because because <laughs> it, it was, and then you go back to um, where you like you were in that era. But then they talked about it again because when he came back, I think it was Jim who said or J or Jr. Where they were like, people who watched him was like, "Oh, you're not really good." I haven't watched the Ultimate Warrior match in a very long time, so I'm thinking about watching one to, to, just to see yeah, how it is. Good luck with that. But it spoke about a couple of things. How when D'Lo came on the show, when Darius comes on the show, like, yeah, you may be able to do a bunch of cool moves. But nobody connects with you. Yeah. Yeah. At the time, people connected with him. The dude was huge, mad energetic, coked up. And so he had energy out the, out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he was just larger than life type of figure. And people connected to him. Kids connected to him. Mm-hmm. He was a superhero type of thing. Mm-hmm. Correct. And it worked. But. You couldn't wrestle for shit. And then you let your ego get to you. Because, look, my favorite part of the episode was that the, whole... The when, letter? Yeah. When he when he drew up, he asked his ex-wife to come over and, and you know, go over, like, his demands, because his contract was up, and he wanted to renew it, and blah, blah, blah. And even uh, Jim Cornette was like, that was a waste of a fucking trip. I don't know why we JR, went out there. JR. No, uh, Cornette was a part of that whole, was, was went out there with them, too. But my favorite part was when he presented the thing to Vince and it was for him to get on, what was it, SummerSlam? Yeah. Facing, I think, what, Jake? Yeah, Jake, yeah. And that nigga, Vince did did the ultimate Virgo shit and I was just so like, oh my God, I would have, yeah, fuck, I would have did that. He had him, he said, yeah, you know, most of it, okay, 
We'll we'll make it work. Yeah. Like gave him the he okie doked him for the lifetime just so he could get on the fucking pay per views, just so he could show up. Warrior shows up, does the match, comes behind the curtain. You're fire. Vince yeah. fires him. I said, and it that's, mad money. that's the ultimate boss shit ever. I was nah, like, but Whoa. I felt Jake Jake the Snake. Nah, Jake, out. yo, and Jake was on some like, yo, it's on site. So when he went to the Hall of Fame, <laughs> yeah, he said, and he said, I had a bag of quarters. Yeah. I said, what? Yo, that's like I 20 said, years later, I said, bro. Yo, you held that. I said, yo, yes. this nigga had forever beef with him. All for Ultimate Warrior to come up to him behind him and just be like, yo, apologize. listen, I apologize. But, like, but, about it, but Vince could have fixed it, though. It's not. It's, How? He couldn't have fixed that. Hey, look, Jake, my bad. You know what? Let me get you on with someone no, else. So he, so he, so when Jake said, so Jake had mentioned it in the episode where he said, Vince said, you of all people have the absolute worst luck in the world. Because, because Vince, every time they want to set him up and do something, some shit always happens. It's just like even when I even felt bad now looking back when Austin fucking won the King of the Ring. I was like, shit, Jake was probably supposed to win that and that got changed probably. Shit. No, Triple H supposed to win. Yeah, Triple H. Oh, but then he got injured. No, no, no it was the curtain call. Oh, oh. That, and, they, and they blackballed him. They, they, but, yeah. Yeah. but the thing about it is just like... Vince could have did something. But but but, but, but so. what was funny is that Vince know. owns the company. What? What you mean? No, but Vince doesn't own the guy. No, no, no. It with someone else. No, but I, I think it wouldn't have worked. It, the storyline wouldn't have worked and stuff like that. And also, they took the title off Warrior because Warrior was not selling. Oh yeah, like three months later, that title came off because him. and then Slaughter won. Yeah, Slaughter won. And the thing, um, if you go back. <laughs> As much Hogan's a piece of shit, yeah. but he put that nigga over. I think that is the only yeah. nigga he done no, put it's, over. It's not even that. It's just like outside of Goldberg, he low key carried the company for like mad long, and he and they they had no choice. And when it comes to Jake getting somebody else, it's like you have to, you, now you're booking. So where does Jake go? Who are we gonna put Jake with? And so, how long does it last? So it goes back to the Cena effect. Yes. It is the Cena effect. Before it got called Cena effect. It is the Cena effect. It is that. Because the company puts it all, all the eggs in one basket. And they did with Warrior at the time because they wasn't sure what... I don't think they, they didn't think what... They but was he was a, so trash. They was a, he was so bad. As oh, a person, boy. too. He was, yeah. Yo, when he... When that... His ex-wife... So it's so interesting. So if you ever get a chance to watch the AEW bi um, biography, it's so different because it's with his current family. Yeah. Versus the Dark Side of the Ring was the whole... Ex I really think it was her story. And I actually rather enjoyed it. I was like, oh, sis, I, I feel for you. Because when she said, I called my husband... I had to, she said I had a wellness check this nigga. I wellness checked him at the hotel he yeah. was at. And they said he was just asleep. So she said, okay. Then she calls the hotel room and she calls him and she hear a whole bitch in the background. Yeah. She was just like, yo, when your ass get back to this his house, you gonna get these papers. And please understand. But when she said she found out, she saw like a Rolodex of different cities and the names of bitches. I said, damn. But you, but that's but, trash. But, but, I said, no, yo, no. I looked at the TV. I was like, yo, this nigga's low key trash. No, for that. but let, let's let, let's rewind. Let's that rewind. Was a custom back in the day. Let, let's rewind. Yeah, but still, I'm not saying he's wrong. Um, and I'm not saying he's right. But listen, ma, you came with his lifestyle. And you know what you're dealing with. 
You're dealing with a narcissistic psychopath. But give her a chance to decide that. You don't. You don't. You don't. But she was. But in the that. beginning, she was on the road with him and stuff like that. Thank so. you, exactly. Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Nice Lady. But the real shit is this motherfucker ain't shit. No. Let's shit. be real. He was. I, and the thing about it, you saw the transformation. Yeah. He, his ego got involved. Now I'm getting bitches. Think you getting bitches because of your looks? You get him bitches because you're the ultimate warrior. And then you get him bitches because you on TV. The ultimate, but low key was smart of him. But then very very egotistical of him was when he changed his name. I was just like, Nah, it was a business. No, it was smart. But that's what I was saying. Like, Dr. Ryback for that. Ah, he did it before Ryback though. Ryback is another ultimate warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ryback is ultimate warrior 2.0. Ryback Goldberg, ultimate warrior. Yes. The uh, ultimate warrior crawled so, so so Goldberg could walk <laughs> and Goldberg walked so, so Ryback, Ryback can run. run. <laughs> yeah. But it's the fucking truth because yeah, we're, yeah. Triforce, damn, a crappy wrestler. But it, <laughs> <laughs> then niggas can't take a fucking bump. Unbelievable. But back to the Black Wednesday. Um, you know what? The Black Wednesday thing was it's it's really disheartening. It sucks because it's like you get fired. Like, but the thing is, like I said it last. I week. know how that feels. It's like, yo, everybody's talking exactly. about it. Everybody talking yo, about it. Yo, yo, you can't get away. You, you, yeah. you legit gotta shut your phone off. Yeah, because yeah. Ruby had posted um a quote um I think earlier today or something when she was just like. You know, after, you know, a few tears, a few, and a box of Oreos, you know, I had to realize, like, you know what? This has been one ride. This isn't the end. And I think that's just, you just need a moment to recollect yourself and to understand, like, shit, my whole life just changed in a matter of seconds. Like, I know that feeling. Like, when I got the call, when Carmine was like, yo, everybody's gone, everybody's done, life shuts the fuck down. Like, everything Mm -hmm. pauses because you don't know left and right. You don't know up and down. You don't know shit for that literally moment. It's a good, I would say, like, 12 hours where you're just stuck and you don't know what your next move is going to be. But the thing about it is, this may sound selfish, but as a wrestling fan, they're all going to be okay. No, it's not that selfish. That's just the truth. Because the indie, like, some people like, oh, my God, just Oh, terrible. and my favorite thing oh is, oh, they're all going to AEW. Oh, come on. AEW don't even use half the exactly. niggas they got now. And even in general, like, <laughs> Impact, all of them look like, no, it's so much. I say this way. If you're really a wrestling fan, like a lot of people say they are, if you see Ruby Riot at a local indie event, go there. Just because Ruby Riot is a low-key draw... Everybody in that card eat. She my favorite. Again, right. legit. She's, she's a like, like, top legit. Five. But listen, but listen. Damn. You get Braun Strowman at your event, right? Yo, as a booker, I want to talk to you about that. I want to talk to you about the Braun Strowman in Indies. I'm gonna say. I something. know, no, no, no. But like, if you get Braun Strowman in the event, right? So, the, matter of fact, let me not even start that. If you get Alistair Black at any event at a Battle Club show event, matter of fact, let me not put Joe Kim in that category because Joe Joe Kim pays workers good. If you are any person, right, any booker, if you get Alistair Black, yo, he's a draw. I want to see Alistair Black versus Darius Carter. Alistair Black versus Darius Locker. I want to see that. And as a supporter of them, I will go out and, and, and support Alistair Black. If, if at, 
if I know the person he was facing, that's more eyes on the product. And that's what I, and that's what and I was trying to tell people. And hopefully, y'all promoting all these extra money that you're bringing in by bringing all these activity stars. You're paying your talent accordingly. If you pay that dude $20 usually and ask the black bring in a whole other set of fans, you better pay that man no, but $80. It, 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 uh, no, but no, little, no, no, no. That's not how that works. It's a little hard. Because I, so that's a little hard because that's not how that works. When Rey Mysterio left WWE, yeah, you know how much he cost? How much? Fifteen thousand dollars. Okay. You that's can't match, double than an average show. You can't yeah, true, match true, true. that with the person he's facing. True, 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 so so <laughs> now, but now but 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 hold on, I I want to expand on what you said. What people don't see is people's like, oh, the is gonna get super super saturated. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. So this is what's going to happen. Half of that talent is going to get signed. You have ROH. You have MLW. You have, please, buddy, you, go to ROH. Please, you have please, Impact. Please. You have all these. And, and AEW, right? New Japan. New Japan. All this other stuff. Yeah. So it's not going to get saturated. I agree. Yeah. Now, let's say there's a few who decide to stay. Like you said, you're, you're the main event. Thank 9 you. out of 10. Thank right? You. So what you're going to do is... Double the money that they're going to bring, like you said. But also put eyes on the other people Thank there. You. Because granted, maybe it's three more eyes. I mean, three more set of eyes. Yep. But it's three more set of eyes that independent wrestler didn't have on a regular day. Thank you. And you know what? Holy shit. Let me check this out. Thank you. Okay, let's say, for instance, um, Alistair Black... Goes up against Ken Broadway. Ooh. That's a banger. Exactly. Right? The shit goes viral. Thank you. Other companies sees it. Mm-hmm. They check out, they see what it is. You see what I'm trying to say? And then Ken Broadway get more bookings. Exactly. And Ken Broadway, I'm not speaking for him, he said, you know what? I got my man, he's good as me. Or like, come along with me. Just exactly, because it's, it's a growth that happens. Exactly. And the thing about it also... There are no superstars in the independent scene anymore There's because no they, all got, they all got signed. So you know what? You bringing in a little bit of these former superstars from WWE, they're going to help make new superstars. Granted, it might not go over. Right. But you just had a banger with somebody. Exactly. Let's look at this. And Like, for instance, Lee Moriarty versus Alistair Black or Buddy Murphy. Oof. Oosh. Come on. You have Queen Amanada versus Ruby Ryan. Let's talk. Let's book it. Let's fucking book it. Oh, 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 Buddy Murphy versus, um, let's not say Vaughn, um, oh, gosh. You know him, man. I don't don't, because I don't know who you're talking about. So, but but we're going to Vaughn. I keep going to say Vaughn, um, Saviv? Saviv. Saiv. Saiv. Saiv versus Buddy Murphy. But but the thing about it, it, you're doing things to elevate talent. Exactly. It's all about elevating talent. And the thing about it, you're you're giving a shot to the independent scene that they need it. it's there's some beauty that comes exactly. out of it, and, only, and people only see the oh the oh negative. oh they're, oh they're, oh they're gonna take away the bookings. No, they're not. There's there's so there's just so many people that got released. And all honesty, you if if I was the wrestler, I would go to the promoter and be like, listen, how do Let's we get, get this, this person? person? And the so good thing we about it can blow this out the water. And the good thing about it is the knowledge that they're gonna spread. Yeah, I've been at the big top. 
don't do this, don't do that, and yo, you're guaranteed. Yeah, a lot of them go and they do. They may do a training session, or there's just so many other opportunities opportunities. in wrestling where that's why, like, I mean, as much as everybody was like, you know, their their ultimate goal at time. The ultimate on, goal man. at time is, you know, WWE. But then, you know, there's, there's always... I mean, you don't think about it in that moment, but you put a plan in together and a motion together where there's life after WWE. Like, honestly speaking, look at Leo. Like, exactly. Leo, before WWE, was hot on the indies, got signed, went back on the fucking indies, exactly. fucking still murdered the shit, then popped up at the fucking Joker the on Double Nothing. Get, but the thing about it, hold on, you get paid more. Exactly. Yeah. Your Daniel value, your value increases. Daniel said it. There's yes, Daniel Bryan said there's one chick. I'm not gonna say her name. She was on WWE for a hot minute, mm-hmm. like two seconds. Yeah. Not probably not even really on TV. Yeah. She goes on the independent scene. Her booking fee is double. Correct. Yeah. And she barely did anything. On exactly. WWE. But once that shit is on your wrestling resume, exactly. nobody can question that. And it's all about being a draw. And then think about it. And this is where wrestling fans are low-key hypocrites. You've been complaining that WWE had too many roster. I mean, too many people on the roster. You got to trim the fat. And now you have less of these dudes not doing nothing and more of these dudes that now people have to step up more. Like, dang, this person getting fired, this person getting fired. All right, cool. More opportunities for more people on screen. Because WWE low-key did have too much people. And honestly... It sucks that it happened, though, but even if a lot of these dudes don't go back into wrestling, they can do other stuff. Movies, commercials, and guess what? A lot of them are big gamers. They can do their Twitch thing again. Yes, hold on. I, 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 want, to, I want to get onto that. Alistair Black said that. He was on his Twitch. He's like, yo, they gave me a platform. And look what I have. You have a Twitch. And he's making money. Remember, Zelina Vegas said she made more money on Twitch than she made in WWE. And Lana made more money on advertising on um, Instagram. Bro, like, there's so much that they can do. Granted, who, I don't want nobody to lose their job. Exactly. Because Yeah, that's th- the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> I'm telling but what, you. But the thing about it, worst. these people are going to be fine. I mean, all right. Because they're and, superstars. But I just think everyone is so quick to always, you know, look at it from a negative lens instead exactly. of seeing the positivity in it. Seeing that, you know, once again, these are the seeds that can go back into the ground that can grow and and fucking be bigger than anything. And it's once again, it's not to say that they won't, you know, come back to WWE. It's not to say they won't go and do other things. You know what I mean? It's just everyone's journey is different. And I think once again as fans, sometimes we don't consider the actual person exactly. and consider like, you know what, even though, and I'm telling you personally, losing your job sucks, but that journey and that ride has now elevated you as a brand, elevated you as a person, exactly. giving you opportunities that you would have exactly. never had. So like you have to think about, you have to think of the those things too. Correct. They're, they're good. It's, they're, and they're so talented. So what about Braun? The thing about Braun, I don't see him on the independent scene. I don't either. Me either. I, don't. I really that don't see because be really he, he was low key talking shit about the the independent yeah. scene. But it's not even that. I just don't. I don't see it happening. Me you know too. what's weird? It's just like there's not a lot of big guys on indies like that. Like tall, like how Braun is. There's like a few because yeah. then I feel like everybody else is low key signed. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I weird. think he should go and make a shit ton of money. Exactly. Build. I think what Braun should do right now. You, you had a multi million dollar contract. Hopefully you save some money. Yeah. You hire a publicist. Yeah. You're a that freak. Better go. That, listen, you're a freak of nature. You better hit you're a former strongman. He better hit the Batista line. He better hit the Batista role. No, he could do some acting. Do some acting. Do some stuff. Someone like, said that if you go to New Japan, you make a lot of money. 
Bro, well, he's a, no, of money. but the thing about it, he's a freak of nature. Yeah, he's yeah, a big, like, he's a ganjin. He's a, like, come on. The thing like, is, then, but, uh, you, the yeah, issue he, sometimes with big guys is you have that, like, so what are you going to do with them? So that, like, my whole, that, and so that's why I never like being, like, most of the time, like, this person's going to go here. I think this person will work here because, some, especially with big guys, this is like, if he went to New Japan... He's gonna be by far the biggest guy there. What are you gonna do with him? And he learns how to work better. Exactly. Becomes a better worker. Exactly. Exactly. And then, he, and then the thing. I mean, Brock was up in New Japan. Exactly. And Brock Kirk. did his thing. Exactly. Hulk Hogan was in New Japan. Exactly. Brock was in New Japan when he was still doing uh, shooting star presses and shit. <laughs> but but even that, like. Iron sharpens iron. Exactly. Listen, you, every this is listen. We've all said this. There's no excuses in this time of wrestling. This is the reset button that happened in 2020 happened for a reason, exactly. and now that the world's opening up, now Everybody's that be good. shit is shit is popping, you you got to be on your p's and q's. Um, let's talk about real quick. You brought up um in what? our little handy dandy group chat about Booker T because everyone oh yeah <laughs> Booker's little comments. <laughs> I can't with him. So Booker T commented about Alistair Black and uh, and about um like his gimmick in a sense. And I kind of what, agree. What, 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 you want to pull up the thing? Or you want me to oh, read it? You can pull it up and read it. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Oh no! This is this is Kenny. This is CM Punk said this. Okay. All right. All right, so Booker T on his podcast, the Hall of Fame podcast, talked about Alistair Black's getting released by the, by the company. Mm-hmm. Booker T stated that Alistair Black didn't do anything to set himself apart from other WWE superstars on the main roster and criticized his character. Booker T goes in and says, you can't give a guy an intro, give him a black gimmick, a dark robe, and go out there and become a star. You know, you you put him in the, on that thing, mimics Alistair Black's entrance. The thing is, it did look cool, but understand, you ch- you just can't get that gimmick and think because of the smoke and mirrors, you're going to go out there and get over. Alistair Black is a good worker, but I'm looking for a guy that's talent. I'm looking for a guy that's going to go out and do things totally different than everybody else on the roster. Alistair Black had his MMA things, I mean, his MMA getup, his kung fu, karate, black masa, black mass for the finisher. I get it. But for me, Alistair Black was a guy that didn't set himself apart from the rest of the guys in the locker room. What do you guys think about that? So my question to the table is, did Alistair Black, because we speak, we talk about this low key all the time. Did Alistair Black have the it factor? Because that's essentially kind of what I kind of got from what he said, was just like, not shitting on the actual like person or you know his you know his style of wrestling what he does in the ring not shitting on it but does he have the it did he have the it factor because and I like I said before we got on air I said Alistair Black on NXT and Alistair Black on WWE were very two different Alistair Blacks. That and I'm, we're not gonna say hey we're not gonna play the blame game even we, we're not gonna do that but I'm just I just was giving a very like how he was and, and the pop that he got and how he connected to the fans and how it translated on 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 the NXT brand was very different from how it translated on WWE. But on, look, on Raw or on oh, SmackDown. Okay, again, but look how he was brought up in the tag team. With Ricochet, right? For, for, yes, for a while. And then... and the fuck that nigga Then for a while. And then after a while, he got injured. They put him on ice for a minute. NXT, as soon as he came out, yo, you felt his presence. He's like, oh, who's this guy with cool entrance? Then he went in the ring. He did his thing. 
Every time I ask them, Alistair Black, even you know, main roster, y'all ran to see these matches. So, Booker T said that, uh, yeah, no, if, keyword, you don't like nothing. All you like is old school stuff. That's and not Anderson, true. Um, the, Listen, the, I love me some arm, but that's like not true. Biggest, okay, like, so what we're like not, no. What we're like not going to do, though, is we're bar. not going to spread propaganda because it's not like I don't like current things because clearly we always talk about shit. You're right, old school but, but it has nothing to do about old school or new school. It's just about the fact that I never, the character never hit me the same way it might have hit you. And that's just in general. But it's just the fact that Booker T don't understand that world. Because if you understand that world, how it is right now, there's a mad gothic people. So he spoke to an audience. So either way, he did. Booker T don't understand certain things. That's but, th- it. but that's just... But then, so then I, so then I question. Then with going back to AW, hiring Mark Henry, hiring Big Show, hiring all these people that may not have been in that era. Then what? They get it. Then they do they though? They get it. Do all they, I'm though? saying this, Alistair Black, Booker T is allowed to have his opinion, but I got to disagree oh, with him. And that's fine. That's so, fair. Because as soon as he came out. Everybody was talking about the who oh, yo, who's that guy? Right, who's but that then guy? after, but he then once the, but then when the smoke cleared, was you still All asking right. questions? Let's let's break it down. NXT, he did his part. The company on uh, NXT did their part. Main roster, it was always a really up and down. There was never one solid push. If they kept the momentum that you had in NXT going, they don't be a different story. We would not be talking about this. But see, but then the funny thing is, is you have people that just you have fans that don't watch NXT but watch WWE. So regardless if they would have carried what he did in NXT into WWE, people still would have might have been lost. They still would have they would have been like what the fuck's going on? Because some people don't watch you I know people for a fact that do not watch NXT. So the fact that even if they would have tried to carry it over, they wouldn't they would have it would have still been a disconnect. They, they wouldn't have known. They, they don't do a good job doing it. The only time I felt that they did a great job connecting NXT to um WWE like to the to, to like the other two shows is when Survivor Series. They really did a great well, job purpose, of showcasing though. them. So they don't do that at all. So okay, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Let's talk about side note. The only time that I felt that they ever did that really connect that bridge is whether it was um it was with the Four Horsewomen. That's the only time that they really connected that bridge because even with Paige winning the WWE Women's Champion on the first night, they never talked about nothing that she did NXT. Say how that she was double champion. They so, never took a, um, so that. with that one, that was because NXT wasn't what it was today. Um, NXT, Aleister Black hit, and I've said this before because NXT is a smaller pond. Mm-hmm. NXT style is a whole lot different. It's very independent wrestling, but very it's like in the it's like, like kind of polished. High, it's like polished independent it's wrestling. Polished. Okay, kind of like how AEW's independent wrestling on steroids. Mm-hmm. NXT super is, NXT is independent wrestling, but polished. Okay, so segments they're trying to change it now, and I've talked about it, but their segments are usually super short, quick promo. We get to the match, and it's not about it's, it's your gimmick is there, but not about your gimmick. Okay, Alistair Black comes on to the main roster or the flagship roster, what we call it now. And his thing doesn't hit 100%. You are right. It's the way that he came in with the way thing. But that whole thing was sloppy. That call-up was sloppy. Yeah. That's one. Number two, he never evolved his brand or the gimmick to be on a larger scale. 
But he came in right before the pandemic. A couple, maybe like four or five months before the yeah. pandemic really hit. Yeah. So he was stuck in, it was like a weird time. But the pandemic was like, you, you either sink or swim. Because they gave him a push. I think it was Paulie that was handling a lot of the booking exactly. at the time. He did. He um When he made his statement, he specifically thanked Paul Heyman. Yeah. Now, if Booker had said this before he switched up the gimmick and started doing his promos, 100% agree with Booker T. But. He switched it up. He switched it up, yep. got bigger, got more exactly. creative. And I'm going to say this because a lot of people be saying this shit. There's no creative freedom in WWE. One of the key things that Aleister Black said is I came up with that gimmick. That whole Godfather type of field, yeah. dark Godfather type of he field did, gimmick. Yeah. He said I came up with that. He said Vince liked it. Vince said he loved my creativity. It was just, he had bad luck. He got cut. So, once again, because we got, we got a few more minutes, I want to go to this weekend wrestling real quick. But did he have the it factor? Yes or no? Now, the it factor, he had it once you saw that gimmick that he was doing. You started seeing him uh, evolve. Because the problem is, a lot of these motherfuckers come up from NXT and they don't grow their gimmick. They don't evolve, man. They don't evolve at all. Shit get, because the thing about it, the shit, shit. the shit that you do in NXT is not going to hit on a flagship roster. More cameras, bigger crowds, bigger arenas. Bro, your shit has to be bigger. The only motherfucker that hit when he went to the main roster, the flagship roster, was Shinsuke Nakamura. And the reason why? Because the motherfucker used to wrestle in the fucking Tokyo Dome. That is true. Motherfucker, you had to switch. Uh, you had fucking um, this motherfucker, um, Bobby Roode. Yeah. That, uh, fucking, that, that shit. That Bobby Roode NXT and, and Robert Roode <laughs> at WWE. But he very did too always different. tried to switch it up. Though, and, and then he did. He had and, to. If, if you notice... Even though that he don't get featured, like every time he does get featured, he's winning the title. He in some kind of feud or something. He does stay busy. No, yeah, I he mean does. that's because you know he's a veteran in the game and he you know knows how of to course, he knows how to course. maneuver certain. He things. got called up in 2019. He wasn't really doing anything. It was like the middle of 2019, going towards the end. Yeah. The pandemic happened. When the pandemic happened, March, February, March. March so shit got shut down. It takes a while for shit to. To, to, to bubble, cook. yeah. Because they had to find him a spot. Because they, they didn't have nothing. He was doing tag team matches for a while. Yeah. The thing is, he, you got to evolve. And he didn't evolve, in, but it was too late when he decided to. Mm-hmm. When he, when, when, it, when Creator started getting behind him. Budget cuts. And I'm telling you the budget cuts because they're going back on the road. They but I like the whole, money. Yo, so I, I hope, the same I hope thing. they kind of keep it where they do like blocks of 25 cities. Like I think that that is pretty dope where now you're, you're building up and you're amping up this 25 city tour. Because think about it. That's like how like with, like artists, musicians, they do that. They hype up the actual like tour that they've set up with all these dates so already placed. So you say think that the new house show model should be more like tour dates? Yeah, like, yeah, that's perfect yeah. because imagine, imagine this. So like now they have it out where you have the you have the list of twenty five cities, and you have you already know Mondays and Fridays is Raw and SmackDown, and then the whatever clo- like in the middle city that they have is when they do a super show that Saturday. That's the that's what they're doing. They're not doing where they're doing t- a random Tuesday in fucking Ch- Chattanooga, Tennessee. No, they're doing it where it it gives an actual tour feeling. So where like you have. For instance, you let's say you have for like North Carolina, you have 
SmackDown, you have Raw in Atlanta. You have the super the Saturday show. Or something. You have Friday night in in Charlotte, and then you have Saturday night in Greensboro. And those and, and in that area, you already know in a sense of a territory. You already know that area is big on wrestling. You know you can build that. Field. Or you may have like a um, but but on but but it right. gives. I think right. it, it works them less. It does. It, it and it gives. I think doing it that way, it it gives that heavenly balance that I think a lot of wrestlers have been looking for and wanted. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, and I think that they make these roster cuts is they try to make these the, the, them going on tour big. It, 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 them going on tour big and they spend less money. They do, yeah, because you have less money on the books. Exactly, like having Braun Strowman make a million dollars, you looking like, and but he's not really doing anything. Exactly, right and now, Alistair Black was a little funny, but I think they were like, we, we can handle him not being there. Once again, to go back to your question, to kind of wrap it up on yeah. that one, does he have the it factor? Maybe. No, okay, because because right now, because I never got to fully see it. Exactly. Because he wasn't great on the mic at all. Yeah. He wasn't really doing anything. Now, if he had evolved, that new character would have been a whole different conversation I would have had with you guys. But as of right now, if you because we're going off up until he gets cut, and up until he gets cut, there wasn't no evolving. And and Booker T was saying something. The reason why I tell Booker T to shut up is that, bro, they never fully let him. You know. He was he pushed the gimmick. We didn't see the full the full blossom of that gimmick. That that was the thing. Was he different from the rest of the, he was different from the rest of the roster he was, though. He was. He looked way different. But the if factor, I, you you can argue yes or no on that one. And I'm gonna say maybe he had it, but his mic skills wasn't there. And then really separate from the roster because I can, I can kind of say that. But go ahead. I think we have to move on quickly. Yes, real quick. Um, this weekend wrestling. Um, once again, we talked at the beginning of the show. AEW, um, AEW Dynamite will ne- will be when we drop this episode because of TNT and basketball and stuff like that. So we wouldn't be able to talk about Dynamite. But baby, Raw this week, I was like, shout out to the new the new guy on the announced team. He's way Yo, he's better nice. than nice. than the, the previous guy. I will tell you that. Um. Thank you, Bobby Lashley. I think someone probably or MVP somebody probably heard what, heard me say them holes that, that other week was was trash. So this week's holes was all, was very nice. There are women exactly. This week's women uh, like that were in the me. that were in the VIP lounge. You feel better? Yes. <laughs> they were better looking than all those before. But um, this week you had um, the third hour of Raw over a million people viewed because it was Kofi. Correct. So you had Kofi versus um, Dry as Drew. And Drew now will be facing Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell for the WWE title. You should have won. Like, I, I don't think so either. But like, that's maybe, maybe, <laughs> like maybe, maybe because shout out, to, um, shout out to Kaz, uh, real life Kaz, and um, and uh, the whole MHG network. That Dashkin brother does a lot. But um, they're dropping hints. Maybe they're saving it for SummerSlam. But, but the thing is, because you want Kofi... To have that pop. Yeah, you want Kofi to have that pop, but if they don't, you guys are full of it. Mm-hmm. Because we talk about ratings, we talk about numbers, we talk about what's hitting. You guys always you have always advanced stuff. If the third hour did that well, why? If the third hour did that well, I'm trying to think what who else is the reason. No, the the, the thing about it, it was hour. the build-up to Kofi. And I'm going to say something else that motherfuckers are not going to talk about. Black wrestling fans. 
brown skin wrestling fans, the, the ethnic needle. community the who like wrestling, move the needle. They move the needle. Like how many? Oh, I, I got. I gotta get this off. How many Puerto Ricans were at WrestleMania? Mad Puerto Ricans. How That's, many? Let me tell you. I went to. I came. Spanish people in general. I came back to work. I went because all the guys knew. So I work at Cat. Everyone knows that I work at Cats now. None but Spanish people there. That's okay because we all we 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 be living it up. Those are your cousins. All of them know. All of them knew I had went to WrestleMania. All of them. The first thing I heard when I came back, yo, did you see Bad Bunny? I was like, y'all niggas don't even watch wrestling, but y'all niggas want to question me about Bad Bunny? What the fuck? Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's rewind real quick. Let's rewind real quick. Put that on the table. First things first, shout outs to Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, and a lot of people, and... They, they shit they, on him. They melted with. Hold he on, wait, fucking wait. moved to. Uh, he moved to Orlando to train for three months before WrestleMania. But but and mad but, people don't know that. No, but the thing, the biggest thing is his crossover appeal. Exactly. Bad Bunny. Half of the the ignorant ass white wrestling fans that were on Twitter shitting on Bad Bunny. Like, who the fuck is he? Why is he on here? Not realizing how. Valuable this man was to WWE. WrestleMania. No, WWE. Yeah, We're not talking about WrestleMania. You gotta remember We're talking he, about was, WWE. he was 24 7 champion. Yes. He, he was, went yeah. to fucking SNL with the title. He went to he SNL. Performed he performed SNL, SNL with went, the title. He went to SNL with the title. Come on. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny goes on the shop with LeBron James and Jay Z. Two of the biggest pop culture icons of today. Mm-hmm. And put wrestling over. And that was, I was going with with the Bow Wow thing. No, I hold we on, hold on. No, 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 like no, no. But the thing about it, I'm going to tell you why Bad Bunny was better. Because he's stupid. But Bad Bunny was humble about it. Oh, yeah. He yeah. came in, didn't say nothing. Went, like she said, moved to Orlando. Yeah. Trained. Busted his ass. Didn't say, a, didn't say a word about anything. It just kept working. And you know what happened at, at WrestleMania? It goes back to my point. How ethnic fans, black and Latino fans, are so important to wrestling. Mm-hmm. And now WWE is starting to see it. Because you got to think. Road Dog said it you, the best. You got to think, And Road Dog can fuck Road Dog when it was all lives matter ass. But you got to think about but, it, though. Like, how, how, much of a pop, advice, though. how much of a pop do you think? If we get to SummerSlam and they in Vegas, and let's say, how what's gonna pop more, Bobby versus Drew, or Bobby versus fucking Kofi Kingston for the WWE title? Like, like we call our mamas. Come our on, but, but what happens? What happens even yeah. more? Come on, hold on. Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. Redemption. Whew. Redemption match. Whoa, that was your fire match. We 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 as people was like I was like, yo, we need that back. We need that run back. Run that yeah. back. Run that back. Run that yeah. back. Run yeah. that back. Brock versus Kofi Kingston. Yeah, in a legit that match. fucking that fucked up ten seconds. And, we yeah. run it back. Let's run it back. Yeah. Give me about thirty. Yeah. And the thing about it, you put on a match because <laughs> what, what I'm Kofi trying to got s- better in the ring. No, too. but, but what, what, Kofi, what I'm trying to say right now is that black wrestling fans, especially. Gave that gave that over a million for that last hour. We did, we did. Black wrestling fans, especially. I set up to watch it. Yeah. Put up Kofi Kingston yeah, on the map. We tried. Yeah. We, we, because legit, legit. We love Kofi. We do. Now I'm gonna say it again. We need WWE. If you're listening to this, run it back. Because we know you Brock are. versus Kofi. That's money. 
That's money. But I'm just saying, that's, if yo, you, that's money. I'm just saying, if you just Rock so happen to listen, Kofi, Kofi versus Bobby at SummerSlam, I'm not bad. That, I'm that's not money. Bad. But that's money. But but the thing about it, you fuck with it because you got a black champion who looks legit. Yeah. You have another former black champion who you know what? At the end of the day, connects with so many people Be- of all races. But guess what? And then you know what the at the actual killer was? Was when these niggas came out looking like fucking Power Rangers. And I oh said, this gosh. nigga came out looking like the Green Ranger. I said, yo, yo, this facts. nigga is lit. Us for no reason. It, it, this is a basic ass Raw. We're not even talking yeah. about this is on a bigger stage. This isn't on a pay-per-view. Like, when him and Xavier Woods came out and you got the White Ranger and the fucking Green Ranger. I said, but it's not, well, what the fuck? It's not, it's not even that. It, like... It's other, th- it's other things that's involved in this, but in this all conversation. Those things no, add but it's, up. Not, it's not even, it's something else. Motherfuckers keep asking to break up New Day. No, no, no. They're stale. Come on, we don't want them anymore. Why we keep having them there? Stupid. At the end of the day, New Day put on some, two of the best matches for the past two weeks. Kofi bodied his match. And Xavier Woods, the most underrated, underrated. member of the New Day. Underrated, underrated, bro. No, hold on. I'm gonna say it again. Say it again. Underrated member of the new generation. Underrated. Because look at the match he had with fucking um, Matt Riddle. Both of them, Matt and Randy, and and Randy. And I know Randy wanted a match from after. Come on, because you know what? And the thing about it, their money, and and that shows their long. But it also shows their longevity. Come on, what is it? Almost ten years. Come on, they've been together like these niggas ain't ready. That is true though, because literally you got Biggie killing on SmackDown. Killing yeah. it. You got them killing it on Raw. They and, can, they can, and they can be tag team champions no, but, or they can work they can individually. Hold, but, but the thing about it, they all, host, three, all they three of them, all anything. three of them are the complete package. Complete. Complete. And, and, Listen, and, Woods, if you're listening, we're going to tag you. Woods, you are very appreciated in wrestling. And you're don't, the most, let, don't let nobody tell you different. Because people no. start saying, oh, no, no, no. 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 Classic matches. Consequence Creed. Back the fuck out. Ooh. Yeah, y'all niggas don't know. Consequence Creed. Queen. They don't know about they don't that nigga. Son they don't know about my nigga. Consequence Creed. Not from Impact. That was the TNA. real. That was the real Ooh. American on fucking Whoa. TNA. How about Facts. that shit? Y'all niggas don't know. Like y'all, y'all gotta get hip to it because at the end of the day, teach these devils. All, all you see is the, is the face value, but you have to go back and look at the journey and the journey Xavier Woods has had. Is fucking phenomenal, and no one you can't touch that. You can't. That's a it, bar. It, but 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 the thing, <laughs> like yo, Enzo, holla at me. That's they they are have creative control. Multiply multiple tag team champions. Yep. They have individual titles. Yep. And they can wrestle their asses yep. off. They're not Ultimate Warrior. No. <laughs> they ain't no Ultimate Warrior. Oh, Goldberg or Ryback. No. The Triforce of crappy wrestling. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Real quick though, NXT. Damn, we'll get Let me tell you, warrior, oh, well. next week when we talk about the go home show at NXT, y'all are in for. I'm not. I'm not kind of. I'm kind of upset that Adam Cole. Adam Cole. It's currency. Is 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 money? Is hitting goat level. Adam Cole is hitting goat him. level, and y'all, and, and y'all, and Adam y'all, Cole's y'all, currency. y'all not there yet. Yeah, y'all don't know yet. But when I tell you this week on uh, NXT, every part. Do you okay. want to even know how? D, let me tell you how. People complain about storytelling. The fact that this Zia Lee chick went all the way, she dug, she dug up beef. This bitch and her promo said to Mercedes Martinez, 
Bitch, you are marked next. And you want to know why? Because you beat me in the May Young Classic four years ago. I said, yo, when I saw that, I said, yo, that is the one thing that at times that that shit works. And I was just like, Yo, and then Mercedes Martinez came back and was like, Chica, you know you ain't got shit on me. I've been marked all my life. I said, oh, these bitches is going at it. Oh, oh I am best, hype. That was the best promo Martinez has ever Absol- had. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but what they did, and this is something, this is something that, drinking. hold on. And this, this is something I've been saying. They let them be themselves, right? That's yeah. one. But they're connecting. Mm-hmm. They're connecting to the crowd. Both of them have accents. Both of them, you know, have their own way of doing things, but they're connecting. You have to connect. The promo doesn't have to be the most amazing thing in the it world. Don't gotta be long. It just has to connect. And that's what long. I'm saying that that didn't work out with Sheeta. She didn't connect at all. And did it? And I'm not gonna put all the blame on her. No, they, they didn't put her. In they the didn't po- position her well. Position they her didn't, well. They, they low key set her up for failure. I did say that many times before. Whether when they had all those Japanese girls, like. I'm not connecting with them. You use all this time on YouTube to shoot BTE and, and like, you know, mm. all these drunk shows, whatever, which mm. is cool, whatever. But, yo, bro, showcase your talent. Mm. I remember when AW first started, whoever, like, randomly just show clips of people, like, we covering this person, covering that person. You don't do that no And low-key, whoever, once again, is production manager for AEW. Listen, Tony, pay for the fuck, pay for less commercials, please. Oh, my God. Pay for Come less on. commercials. I know you got it. Especially you gotta get you got it. You got it in the budget, bro. Fucking do it. But um, NXT this week, for me, was up, up, up. Um, they're once again um, setting up for next next Sunday. They have NXT um, in your house where it will be a fatal five-way for the NXT title. You have Karrion Cross, You have Adam Cole. You have Kyle O'Reilly. You have Pete. Um, yeah, Pete Dunne. And you got uh, Johnny Gargano in a fatal five-way. Um, you also have um, Ember Moon versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's title, bringing your house takeover. You have, ah, uh, what else is going on? You got that Zia Lee versus Mercedes Martinez match, which now I'm, I'm fully invested and on board mm-hmm. for. Um, shout outs to um, MSK for them points. I appreciate Fox. you for this week. <laughs> Where they retain the NXT titles against, um, uh, what should we call him? The Fatismo guys. The, but they're talented as fuck. Um, also, Special shout out to, I know you don't go by this name anymore, Christian Casanova, who is now Carmelo Hayes, for you having your debut match this week on NXT against Kushida. You had your first match live, and it was for the Cruiserweight title. So once again, shout outs to you, bro. Super proud of you. Super proud. Um, anything else um, this week in wrestling? Um, no, not really. I know we're out of time. So um, once again, thank you guys for... Thank you, thank you, thank you. All the love and support we've gotten since we've made the announcement for Jabba Slam. We truly and utterly appreciate it. We, we will be taking sponsors. We d- yes. Listen, I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's 50 100 200 If you would love to support and sponsor Jabba Slam, please make sure to contact us. Uh, we will get you all the information that you do need. We want... This oh. is for the culture. We want everyone to be a part of the show in every which way. Whether you're from the crowd to helping backstage, we really want people to feel like this is their show just as much as ours. So please make sure to look out for more information on Jobber Slam. Uh, we will be back at Legends from um, Hell in a Cell in about two weeks because this weekend we're going to party, hardy, hardy for brunch. Uh, so we won't have the takeover viewing party, but it's okay. Yo, we do not brunch this year? Listen, no. 
This is about what we're about to show. Oh, yeah. The show's number one right now. That's all I'm thinking about. I, I wake up, go to sleep, think about Java Slayer. So that's the only thing we think about right now. But if we do some things in between to lead up, we will make it work. But uh, once again, thank you for those that came out for Battle Club this past weekend. Thank you guys so much that came out for Legends for um, Double or Nothing. We truly appreciate you guys always coming out. Make sure to look out for the flyer for Hell in a Cell because that'll be the next time we're at Legends. Um, any last words or anything? You should do Trish announcements at the end. I think that'd be dope. <laughs> but, oh, no. Hopefully they do. But anyway. To anybody who watched it to the end, please drop a fist in the comments below <laughs> so I know that how that you part of the job and we nature appreciate train. It. We please appreciate drop the it. fist. Well, no, you can't no say, matter what the color, yo, just drop a fist. Sign up before we go. When Andre posted that picture of Thomas the Train talking about Braun, I fucking rolled. Like, you couldn't tell me shit after that. Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you guys so much for listening. The countdown begins. Jobber Slam, July 31st. Make sure to be there. Be square. As always, I'm Janelle from HR here with Sir Wilkins and Mr. Black. Hashtag Black Excellence. Hashtag We Go.